welcome back to Unrelatable and the Sunday Scaries. If you're new, my name is Maddie. And if you're returning, thank you. <laughs> Last week, we talked a bit about different journeys to getting to the Super Bowl. We all know some of us love today, like how, how we got here. I said we were going to get into a little bit more of a technical side of things and we are going to get there in terms of what the NFL looks like, what the Super Bowl looks like. But first, we need to address the elephant in the room because the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Chicago Bears 41 to 10 on Sunday and I have no idea what happened. I have no idea who played well. All I know is that Miss Taylor Swift was at the game with Travis Kelsey's mom, Miss Donna Kelsey, watching Mr. Travis Kelsey, number 87, the best tight end in the NFL, who we we talk about often. I said in our first episode that I wanted to be his best friend, and that still rings true. But when I tell you that I have never been more excited, supportive, jealous of a relationship before in my entire life oh my god like Luke (laughs) I think he's he saw it before I even told him anything we were at the game the Packers played the Saints on Sunday as well I honestly feel like the game was at the exact same time but a couple people said did you see did you see TikTok like it's confirmed and I was like oh what's confirmed and they're like Taylor Swift was at the Chiefs game uh, but Luke goes, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend's Taylor Swift and mine doesn't even have a job. Bummer. Like, I'm a fucking podcast host, so he's he's good. He's kidding. But oh my gosh, like, Taylor Swift was my first concert. I'm not, I would not consider myself a part of the Swifty community because I know, I know her music, but don't quiz me on Taylor Swift facts. But I, like everyone else in the world I grew up loving her adoring her all through the eras and I really wish I got to go to the eras tour and I I don't know I would I would love to go to a concert I think that would be so fun so manifesting that but I've just she deserves someone who can handle and is confident enough to be with the most successful badass woman I have literally ever seen like she has gone through so much and has stayed so true to herself and uh, like she seriously Taylor Swift deserves the whole world and she deserves someone who is going to be on top of the world with her and is going to lift her up and I seriously think they're so perfect for each other I don't know like I'm so happy for them I'm so happy for you. No, I'm like so jealous. She's just so cool. And I don't know, like my whole vibe with Luke being in the NFL and just with my goals, I guess, what the life that I personally envision myself having and what I want to accomplish on my own. Like I want to be a bigger brand than Luke. I'm totally fine being on my trophy girlfriend grind right now. But there's a reason I started the podcast when I did. He's paying my bills, which thank you. Thank you, sir. 
But when he's done, because an NFL career, like Travis Kelsey's been in the NFL for 10 years. And as a tight end, which is the same position as Luke, 10 years is huge. Like Luke would love to play in the league for 10 years. And I hope and pray for that for him every single day. But when these 10 years are up, I want to be able to say, okay, babe, sit back, relax. I'm going to do my thing. Go fishing, go hunting, hang out with the boys. Here's a 20, a 20 grand for the road. Me and my celiac disease service dog, because I've, I've purchased hundreds for myself. Like we're good. You do your thing. Not really, but I'm trying to go from trophy, trophy girlfriend, trophy wife to the breadwinner. Like he gets to do his trophy husband thing. And so being at his games and being around other very successful women who have also been able to create a very successful brand for themselves and around themselves and they're just running their shit doing their own thing like that's so motivating and inspiring to be around. And so seeing that and being around that is just I said motivating to build my brand and establish myself and build businesses and really just hone in on the ways that make Luke want to take my last name when and if, if and when we do get married. But now that Taylor Swift is in that equation, those are big shoes to fill. Like she is one of the most powerful and the most influential figures in the world. And I have so much respect for her. I love her so much. And again, I... I'm so excited about this relationship. Yeah, that's all I can say. So, Mr. Kelsey, if you're listening, I still want to be best friends. I saw this. Um, I need to stop looking at Instagram reels because my entire Instagram reels feed is NFL memes, which is, I hate that word, which is so gross. But it was this video of two sports announcers interviewing I think he was one of the owners of the Washington Commanders which is an NFL team and the guy's talking with his hands asking a question and then the commander's owner is in the middle of these two announcers and he thinks that the announcer who's talking is reaching out to shake his hand in the middle of the interview which is kind of random But then he reaches for his hand, and so this guy's talking with his hands, and then the guy next to him just reaches out to hold it, and then, like, pulls away really fast because he realizes that that wasn't the vibe at all. And then the other announcer is just kind of, like, trying not to laugh. I don't know. that. I feel like that's me and my energy if I were to ever be a guest on New Heights, the Kelsey Brothers' podcast, which I would love to. And honestly, Travis, if you want to do just a – like a duo, like two birds with one stone with me and Taylor. Like I would allow it. I'm just so, I'm so excited for this. Like, I don't even know how to, not even excited for this. I just am like overwhelmed by the fact that again, another NFL tight end is dating Taylor Swift. And as an NFL tight end girlfriend who isn't Taylor Swift, like maybe I'm insecure. I'm like, I'm not. I just like again like I'm I'm trying to be just as powerful and influential as as Taylor and 
Those are huge shoes to fill. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. I'm going to listen back to what I just said and be like, we're deleting all of that. But no, maybe I have, maybe I have some good TikTok, TikTok content. Like, you belong with me because I'm on the bleachers watching the Packers game and Taylor's at the Chiefs game. I don't know. The Packers play the Chiefs in December in Green Bay. Maybe we'll meet. I hope we meet. Hopefully this is like popping off in terms of listener success, career blows up, and it's like a whole game whole game day NFL ESPN Sports Center situation. But this week the Packers do play Thursday night for the primetime game on Amazon Prime Video. So I do kind of have first access of the trophy wife, trophy girlfriend community in terms of anyone who wants to make a statement about their relationship being power couple-ish, only second to Travis and Taylor. So I need to use that to my advantage in week four. I don't know. Let's, let's keep talking about me. I'm so excited for Thursday's game because the Packers played on Sunday. We played the Saints, beat them 18 to 17 in the fourth quarter like third quarter we had zero points it was zero to 17 and then we scored 18 I felt so bad because the Saints kicker missed a field goal like they would have they kicked a field goal to score the three points and then that would have changed the score to 20 to 18 and then There was only a minute left in the fourth quarter, so then the Packers would have had a minute to score. So, like, essentially it could have been a game-winning field goal, but he missed it. So I did feel bad, but it was so cool because I was sitting up in a suite, and when you watch a kick, you can't really tell if it goes in unless you're at a very specific angle. And so I wasn't even watching the ball. I was just watching the fans around the end zone area and you could see one in Lambeau Field the Green Bay Packers Stadium is very dome-ish and you just saw one like line of the dome just freak out and so it was like they saw it they knew that he'd missed the field goal which means that the Packers had won the game and then it just erupted like total ripple effect wave throughout the entire stadium And it was so cool. Like probably, obviously it was my first NFL home game watching Luke and they announced his name, like he ran out on the field. I'm like almost in tears recording him, but watching the fans erupt when he missed that field goal, which I felt bad, but not that bad. Like that was so cool. That was such a core memory and that will be a core memory probably forever moving forward. And the Packers being a new team and kind of having to reestablish themselves with so many rookies. Jordan Love, it's his first year as QB1. Aaron Rodgers, we've talked about this. Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback in Green Bay forever, forever. And so without him, the team is honestly feels brand new and a lot of fans not so much Packer fans but NFL fans kind of have a lot to say of like oh the Packers without Aaron Rodgers without Aaron Rodgers like 
I felt like that game and that fourth quarter on Sunday was very much just like, all right, this is us. We are here and you have to be okay with that. And so going into week four, right? Is it week four? It feels like it should be like week eight or something like that. But going into the new week with the Packers playing in the Thursday night primetime game, they only had four days. They only have four days to prepare for their game Thursday night against the Detroit Lions, which is a huge division rivalry game, especially this year because the Packers and Lions right now are at the top of their division rankings in the NFC North. And we're going to promise we're going to get into what that means. And there's a lot that goes into the rest of the season, obviously, and there's so much more football to be played. But this game specifically is really going to set the tone for kind of the rest of the season. So it's going to be a fun one. And it was a great selection by the broadcast group, I guess, for the Thursday night football game, which I'm pretty sure is at 7.15, which is late. I'm going to complain about it because when I think of a night football game, like that's when the Sunday Scaries cozy vibes are setting in a little bit. I don't know, like when Luke was getting drafted and we didn't know what team he was going to go to, it was like a fantasy of mine for him to play on the East Coast where those some of those games are at 10 a.m. Like the earliest the Packers will ever play is noon. But because of the time change, the early round of Sunday games on the West Coast are 10 a.m. And so I was like, all right, he's playing in LA, playing for the Chargers, playing for the Rams, 10 a.m. Like I'm waking up early. I'm going to Pilates. I'm going to Soul Cycle. I don't even know. A run on the beach, a walk on the beach. And then changing out of my actual workout set into another blue, whatever, whatever color workout set. And then going to the game with my matcha, with my iced coffee. I don't, uh, it was just, that was, that was like the daydream, daydreamer in me. And the Packers play both the Rams and the Chargers this season, but both teams are coming to Green Bay. So next year we'll probably have some LA, LA weekends which will be great. I'm going to have a little bit better grasp on just the away game life, the Green Bay Packers trophy wife life. So next year will be better anyways. I'm telling myself. But yeah, a night game isn't exactly my vibe, but it's going to be so fun. My outfits planned out last or on Monday. I talked about fall fashion a little bit. Well, I, I talked about it a lot and we're going to we're going to dive a bit more into that because I feel like I'm in my fall fashion era and I want like a million dollar gift card somewhere and just buy a whole new wardrobe, but that's unrealistic. So I'm living in my Pinterest board right now, but I did get a green faux leather pants jacket set from Aritzia that was super on sale and it's so cute and I'm hoping weather permitting because that's I feel like that's something you can get very much way too hot in but I feel like we're gonna be absolutely perfect and absolutely good for the Thursday night game 
so I'm excited. Hopefully we get some pics. The gram pops off a bit. And maybe I can make headlines as the other NFL tight end girlfriend who's been slaying the league. Uh, Taylor Swift, we would make such a great duo. Like, come on my podcast, actually. Actually, I mean it. You and Travis both. But if I had to pick, I would pick Taylor. But then Travis and Jason, I still want to be best friends. I still want to be on New Heights. Anyways, in my Hot Girl Fall episode that came out on Monday, I was just talking about it. I was just talking about how fall fashion has been kind of the vibe a bit. And I do want to just give a little blurb on the football fashion that I've been seeing. And I feel like if you aren't as familiar with football and the NFL and just the games themselves you you've seen the fall fashion blurbs you've seen the pre-game outfit blurbs like I don't I don't say drip I don't want to say fitted I could I don't know but Joe Burrow the Cincinnati Bengals quarterback and Mr. Travis Kelsey specifically I feel like own their game day outfits so well and I feel like they just do such a good job and you've definitely seen seen the vibes. Like the NFL was posting thirst traps of Joe Burrow and, and Travis too. But personally, I'm going to say that the pregame photo shoots, like the walk-up, walk-in photos and videos that the NFL media teams get of these guys before every game is my favorite content per team. So if you're not following like the Green Bay Packers, the Kansas City Chiefs on social media, do because sometimes Luke Musgrave gets like a little a little promo in there. So but that content specifically, I think is so worth it. And there's a few different categories of these game day game day outfits. I'd say the first one, the classic is like a full-on, not a suit, I guess a suit, like the matching pants and jacket with a cool shirt underneath. Joe Burrow definitely made that his trademark. Like he had the sunglasses. I know he wore like a fur coat to one of them too. Oh, and I did want to say that Mr. Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals did get their first win of the season on Sunday. No, they played They played Monday night, but they beat the LA Rams 19-16, which... I'm happy for him. Okay, so okay, so good. Um, another category because we can we can keep this ball rolling. Other than like the clean cut suit with the chains, the sneaks, all the things, I feel like I've seen a lot of cowboys. A little bit, not that much. I don't know. Like a lot of guys will use the pregame to kind of give tribute to their hometown, their college, just kind of like the way they grew up, the way they were brought up. And so I feel like there are a few cowboys. Travis Kelsey did wear cowboy boots, not last week, but the week before when he was, it was his first week back because he didn't play in week one because of the knee injury. I don't know. He's kind of developed a very, not random, but I don't give a shit fashion attitude. And I feel like there's two types of this and like, it's a great thing. Don't don't worry but there's not really putting a ton of effort into it like maybe a little bit of like I'm above the fashion statement like I'm here to play football which I mean so much respect in that sense I'm 
feel like I'm the opposite, which is the second kind of I don't care as of IDGAF. I can say, but I don't know. But that's more like dress up vibes. Like I'm not trying to fit into a box. I'm not trying to wear a suit. I'm not trying to be a cowboy. I'm not trying to like maybe I've got something college related. I don't know. But like very fashion forward no effort went into matching. Travis Kelsey's wearing cowboy boots, tailored pants, like dress pants, and then like a sweater. I feel like I wore that exact same outfit to dinner the other day, which is so fun. Like I love fashion and I love, like we talked about, I love elevating basics. I love elevating anything, but I think it's so fun. Like if you've got a shirt you love, you've got a pair of pants you love, you've got a pair of boots you love, just like throw them on and do whatever. Go play your silly little game. I don't know. I love it. I just think that stuff's so fun and I think it's it's just cute and interesting. I would love, I think I would thrive as an NFL stylist. So if you know anybody, please hit me up. Luke wouldn't. <laughs> Luke wouldn't hire me, but maybe we'll, maybe one day he will. But I said we'd get into it so let's get technical. Let's get, let's dive in. Like we're, let's step into our NFL analyst era because the NFL is broken into two conferences and eight divisions. Every conference has four divisions in it. So the two conferences are the AFC and the NFC. AFC stands for American Football Conference NFC stands for National Football Conference. The leader of the AFC and the leader of the NFC play each other in the Super Bowl every year, which is why the semifinal, I guess, leading up to the Super Bowl is the AFC Conference Championship and the NFC Conference Championship. And I could not tell you how these get split up. I know some of the divisions are a little bit geographical related maybe there's like some history there like for sure um the nfc north which is the green bay packers division the packers are in the nfc conference they're in the nfc north division and i'm just gonna read through this also in the nfc north are the detroit lions which is why thursday night's game is gonna be such a good one these teams are both two and one and then the minnesota vikings and the chicago bears are also in the nfc north And then in terms of the Super Bowl, the first-ranked team in every division automatically makes the playoffs. And then there are some wild cards, which I will get into. But like I said, if the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions are kind of competing for the top spot in the NFC North, that means they're competing for that guaranteed bid to the playoffs. Moving on, both conferences have a north south east west division in them if that if that makes sense. So the NFC South is home to the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. The NFC East is home to my second favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. And then last in the NFC Conference, the NFC West division is home to the San Francisco 49ers, the Seattle Seahawks, the New Orleans Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. Front runners, I guess, in this conference, kind of basically who the Packers are going to need to beat out if they're going to win the NFC championship and 
play in the Super Bowl and we'll win the Super Bowl, which will be happening. Probably the biggest contenders this season in particular are the Philadelphia Eagles, who are still undefeated. They're 3-0 right now. And then also 3-0 are the San Francisco 49ers. Moving into the AFC Conference, the AFC North Division is home to the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Baltimore Ravens, the Cleveland Browns, and Joe Burrow's Cincinnati Bengals. The AFC South Division is home to the Indianapolis Colts, the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Tennessee Titans. The AFC East is home to the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, the New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. And then the AFC West Division is home to Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's Kansas City Chiefs, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Denver Broncos. And the AFC Conference has been dominated for a few years by the Kansas City Chiefs. Other frontrunners and contenders this year are, well, obviously everyone, but my predictions are the Buffalo Bills, the Cincinnati Bengals, and then the Miami Dolphins, who are the third team who have yet to lose a game. They're still undefeated. They're 3-0. And I know it's week four, but just to reiterate and put some emphasis on this, only three teams are undefeated. And again, that is the Miami Dolphins, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Philadelphia Eagles, my second favorite team. So in terms of divisions, like North, South, East, West, the leader of the four teams in each division is guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. So that's eight teams. Six more teams will be given a wild card spot in the playoffs. So six, half of six is three. So each conference, the AFC has three teams that are wild cards, and then the NFC has three wild card teams. And in the NFL, a wild card just refers to a team that qualifies for the championship playoffs without winning their specific division. So let's say the Packers beat the Lions on Thursday night, which which they will. The Packers go undefeated for the rest of the season. They win the NFC North. The Lions, who may get second in the NFC North, let's say behind the Packers, they also have a great record. Like they win, they beat everybody but the Packers. Like although they didn't win the division, which would guarantee a spot in the playoffs, it's probably likely that their record would qualify them for a wild card spot, which would still give them a spot at the NFC division championship and then at the Super Bowl. But going into week four, I've said this way too many times, but the pack is prime time. I've mentioned that Amazon pays the NFL a billion dollars in order to have the rights to exclusively airing the Thursday night football game. I found out that it is a billion dollars per year for 11 years. Again, I have not done any research. I should. That's just insane to me. But Thursday night, September 28th, 7.15 p.m. Central Time. Packers play the Lions at home at Lambeau Field. The Packers coming off a great win. The Lions are a great team. I've said I really love a lot of the guys on the Lions. So tune in on Amazon Prime. The Chiefs play the Jets, the New York Jets, 
on Sunday in the primetime spot Sunday night in New York. So we'll see if Miss Taylor makes an appearance. And if she's not, if she's like, Taylor, if you're not busy, like we can hang out Sunday night because I also don't have any plans. Like I'll watch the game with you. But the Monday primetime spot, the Monday night football game is going to the Seahawks and the New York Giants. And there's actually a lot of really good games this week. Like the Dolphins, who are still undefeated, are playing the Buffalo Bills Sunday at noon-ish. And I've mentioned that both these teams are huge contenders and currently really big powerhouses in the AFC conference. Also playing Sunday at noon are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints, who are both 2-1. and one. The Buccaneers lost Monday night to the Eagles. And then the Saints lost to the Packers on Sunday in the fourth quarter. So I feel like, I feel like there's, there's a lot of angst in that game in particular. Also wanted to note that throughout the NFL, only four teams have yet to win a game. And they're all playing each other, which is really random. But the Vikings play the Panthers also Sunday at noon. <laughs> and then also Sunday at noon, the Broncos play the Bears. And all four of those teams have an 0-3 record. And I know I say this every week, but it's really going to be a fun one. And this is such an exciting time in the NFL, like week four. Because, like I've mentioned this, especially with the Packers, like teams are starting to show us who they are and what they're all about. And obviously everyone's kind of fighting for the same thing, but they're showing us the ways, the ways we're going to fight for the Super Bowl, the ways we're going to fight for the NFC Championship, the ways we're going to fight for the AFC Championship. And that's seriously why the Packers game on Sunday was so fun. And literally the entire town of Green Bay has just been buzzing since the game and then the fact that they have another home game on Thursday night, which should be tomorrow night because this is Happy Wednesday. Like everyone's so pumped and I feel like there's so much momentum going into the Lions versus the Packers, which is a really kind of crucial game and is likely to set the tone for at least a little bit of what the season will look like moving forward. And it is the last Packers home game for over a month because we'll be in Viva Las Vegas next week for the Monday night football game. And then the Packers have their bye week and then they play away against the Denver Broncos. And then they come back home, I think. So that's just what she looks like moving forward. But we've been talking a lot about fall on the Unrelatable podcast. I feel like I've been shitting on Luke, but he just texted me and said he's ready for cozy fall season. (laughs) Which I literally said on Monday that I'm not. So we're going to see how it goes. Maybe I I genuinely do feel like the vibes are changing. I'm, I'm in my running girl era as of a week ago, two weeks ago. And I will say it has been kind of nice going on runs through through the fall leaves because it is really pretty. But obviously we've been talking all about fall and change and embracing the newness of the season. And I'm excited to see what comes out of the newness of our Sunday Scaries content. I don't know, like I said, I'm sure we'll be talking a lot more about fall fashion and the game day outfits moving forward. They seriously are my favorite. And like these guys just get to kind of own it and just so many of them like ooze confidence before before their games. And rightfully so if Taylor Swift is there with your mom to watch you play. 
But you just see a lot of self-expression and just embracing authenticity. And you can just tell that it goes a lot deeper than that. And the confidence, the self-expression, the authenticity, like that's happening behind the scenes. And I really love that. Because like I said in Sunday Scaries week three, there's something and everything for everyone. And you really just need to know where to look. (laughs) You could always look at Unrelatable Pod on Instagram as well, where I will be posting very soon. Promise. But I'll end on that. Thank you guys so much for listening. You already know that you truly are the best. Please be sure to follow along with the podcast on Instagram, like I said, and with myself at Madeline Wisner, wherever you get your daily dose of Unrelatable. And I said, that's it. So I'll talk to you next week. I love you so much. Bye.